Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of Between Two Spoons. Our dear listeners, thank you for joining us. I am here at the W.G. Grace with Sir Dom, our Dom. (laughs) This is is John here. Hi. What's up? And... uh, we're here just enjoying ourselves. We just we just put in a lovely a lovely order here. Uh, I went for the I don't know what the deal is. It's like three items. I, I've never seen someone order that. No, yeah, it's yeah. quite a deal. Yeah. I, I got a pizza. Like I got like a little pizza. It's probably gonna be shite. <laughs> we'll see. It's all microwave. Ah, well, we'll jump right into it. Crucial question. We've already touched on this, but I want to. I want to go into more detail here. Do you like my new haircut? I do like your new haircut. You do. It's real good. It's real good. I like. I like the top. I like the sides. I haven't seen the back yet. Would you like to? I'd love to see the back. Oh, that's a lovely back. That's nice and sculpted around the edge, but not so much that it looks too. Yeah. That's natural. Yeah. Well, I had them also, you know, clean up, clean up the back yeah, of the yeah, neck yeah. a bit properly with a razor. He got like I was like, oh, could you clean up the back of the neck? And like he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he like shing, like whipped out, you know, like the real yeah, like single razor. blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> so, so cubby. <laughs> Have you ever been to a Turkish bar where they got the flaming balls? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've not seen that. No, what? <laughs> they have a ball or a stick. They light it on fire and it singes the hair off and they just whack it. What the? How is that an efficient method of cutting anybody's hair? I don't know. It's, it's fun, Does it hurt? Alright. I'm, o- I'm open to it. Yeah. I'm down. Treat yourself on your hair. Is that a treat? <laughs> no, it definitely is. <laughs> Basically, the answer. Yeah. Can I just watch? Do they, do they let you pay to watch this happen? Um, I hope so. If not, that's definitely a leaked to side trade. So people are just curious about the Turkish barbering industry. Is there one in Bristol? Is there? Is there one? Yeah, in the, there's uh, certainly one across the road. I'm sure there's loads. Like, pretty common. Okay. Flaming balls. Yeah. Flaming Turkish balls. Yeah. That's picture interest, that's not. Sign me up. Sign me up. <laughs> Um, oh, I mean, this is, I do want to say that this is the most commitment that we've ever had from any guest here. I mean, Dom, he busted himself all the way here. I walk in, I walk in and I'm like, fucking, he's got like jeans on for trousers. I'm like, what, what's going on? I like, I, I'm like, I, the first thing I see is his jeans. And then he's like, I'll be right back. I brought a change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Change in the bathroom. Had to take my shoes off. <laughs> yes, great. Great, cheers. Thank you very much. Doesn't that look delicious? Eggs and ham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's pub classic. I, I really hope. I'm just now... Didn't you order after I did? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Now I'm really worried. I'm going to go to the sauce station. yeah, yeah. Our, our Dom has left to get sauce at the sauce station. He's over there right now, saucing it up. Are there any spoons over there? I bet there are no spoons. Dreadful. 
Are there no spoons over there? Uh, oh, there might be. We can edit this out, huh? Yeah, of course, of course. I'm definitely not... Cheers. Thank you. Definitely not editing it out. We'll, we'll get spoons later. Uh, we can just ask him for a spoon. It's, it's, yeah. not, it's not that important. We only need it for the photos. Mm. Oh, can we get two spoons? It's <laughs> like a double check. It's like what, yeah. sir? We've ordered almost twenty pounds of food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a lot for us. Keeping the lights on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, my old local in my last year of Southampton. We went there so much. We definitely paid. The landlord's rent for a little bit. Damn, that's a good feeling. Yeah, is yeah, it, yeah. Is it uh, an independent? Yeah, I think so. Like the, the the way pubs work over here is they're usually like affiliated to a brewery, so you you'll get very few like independent like classic pubs. That's just not the way they run ever. But it wasn't a Green King and it wasn't a Weatherspoon, so yeah, that's independent. Wow. But, but when we all said we were leaving, the landlord was like, wait, I'll be back in a second. And he brought us out a bottle of Sambu from the latest shop class, and so that's, that's yours. Damn. How many, uh, yeah, like, how you. often would we go there? Like, how, oh. how much, how much time we talking? Um, I can count on my thumbs the number of times we would not go there a week. <laughs> It was most of the time. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, we went there a okay. lot. Okay, so two thumbs less than seven. Yeah. Maybe one thumb. Maybe one thumb. Certainly some weeks. One thumb. God damn. Yeah, there was very little to do over COVID, so. Yeah, what was it, uh, what is, how is, I've not been to Southampton, like, how is that a city to live in? Uh, it's a shithole. There's my shithole. I like, as, the, as I like every, the way it smells. As every shithole should be. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, just the spit, the saliva on the pavement just has a different odor over there and you just fall in love with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I would not want to live there. Never. But, going to uni there was an experience because there's not a whole lot to do. Certainly when I was there, it was like the death. I don't know why I've taken one set of. What's up? Don't need that. Dude, you don't. The spoons um, are right here. You gave yeah, us spoons. Yeah. Um, I was like a death of like the music scene as soon as I arrived. Then as soon as I leave, it's resurrecting itself. Focus COVID. Yeah. Oh. When I got there, there's um very famous um, music venue called Talking Heads. Oh yeah. The, within a month of me getting there, it shut down. Wait, so the venue was called Talking Heads, it wasn't like a band? No, no, no. Um, there was another place called Joiners, Joiners Arms. And between the two of them, they hosted like all the up and coming bands in like the early to late 2000s. Mm-hmm. Right. Come 2017, 
that's got like no no one's interested in like I don't know pop punk and yeah anything like that anymore. So was it kind of the depth? Was it kind of the depth of like the Arctic Monkeys, ska punk? Like the, yeah, the yeah, early yeah. Arctic Monkeys scene. Where yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, ska, yeah. rock. Yeah, massively. Yeah. Like punk, punk, punk rock. Yeah. All those bands had become too big to play somewhere like that. And no one was making that kind of music which the people there wanted to put. And no one really listened to that kind of music at that point anyway. D&B, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people want to come to Bristol more than uh, they want to go to Southampton for a night at the Strokes or something. I go watch. I watch the Strokes anywhere, man. Yeah, great band. I don't know about a Strokes cover band though. <laughs> no. Saying that Southampton's not as bad as like some coastal towns you get here. Like I don't know if you've ever heard of or been to Bournemouth. Oh, yeah. Or Eastbourne. Eastbourne's a better example. But I've heard of Bournemouth. Eastbourne. Yeah. Wow. It, aside from that part of the country, um, there's a joke that um, in most parts of England, people tend to bury their dead, but in Eastbourne, they put them on deck chairs at the seafloor. Because it's just full of old geriatric. Yeah, and they like back in the day, like Hendrix played there, The Who played there, The Stones played there. Like, but see- now it's, those people never left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> seaside town, like really popular holiday destination. You get people coming down there for like bank holiday weekends. That doesn't happen now. People go to Spain or Italy or France. I heard the same thing about Blackpool. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was like, I was just joking, because um, I was talking to a friend. And he was talking about going to um, Eurovision. Yeah. going to be in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, essentially Liverpool was booked. You know, it's up to their eyeballs, you know, and bookings. You couldn't find a place to stay. So I was just joking, like, Blackpool. He's like, yeah, well, back in the day, it used to be the place to go. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with air travel and being able to get to Spain. Like, why the fuck would you go to Blackpool if you could just get to Spain? It's got Blackpool Tower. I have been to Blackpool, so... It, it, was you know. my, it was my grandparents' golden wedding anniversary with 50 years of marriage together. Wow. They wanted to go to Blackpool for the first time and walk Golden Mile and look at the illuminations. There's like a mile of... Um... Do you know about Blackpool illuminations? No. Nothing. So it's... It's a mile of post road. What the fuck is going on? Oh, yeah, that's it. Is this like some kids getting hazed? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm holding it up. For the benefit of the listeners at home, there's a man at the bar in a nappy or a diaper. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, we're looking at a guy's. What the fuck? He's, he's at the bar ordering a pipe yeah. with the diaper on. Yeah, this is definitely a sports team. Yeah, definitely some. They're hazing the shit out of some rugby kids. Yeah, but yeah, by the look of his thighs, he's a rugby kid. Big. Yeah, look at, look at those. Big power. Look at those big pieces of trees. Yeah. Squeeze them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I, gotta, I gotta grab some red sauce. Is there red sauce over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That sounds fun. It, it kind of sounds more fun than, like, what I've heard about 
British Sports Society initiations. Like, I, I remember the Southampton... It's either football or rugby. And it was just like... You go to someone's house, you're presented with a bag, and it's like, right, you don't stop drinking until you fill this with bomb. Or like, you... Just like, mid-winter's day. Right, get out to the park, drink a shit ton, do an obstacle course. <laughs> Freezing cold. Where did you go to uni? Uh, University of Michigan. Great university. Makes sense. Yeah. From well, Michigan, went to the University of Michigan. Yeah. What's the mascot for that? Uh, Wolverine. Oh, that's the sick one. Yeah? Yeah. Wolverines are rad, man. They just eat, they can eat anything. Like, they're just solo. It's just them in the woods, and, like, their territory will be, you know, like, 20 square miles, which is just a massive amount of land. And then they'll just eat anything. They're really just scavengers, but they'll just eat bones. They'll just, like, digest them all winter. Do you know what... They fuck uh, around. Do you know what Whittier College's mascot is? I'll, no. gi- I'll give you a clue. It's not an animal. Is it just like a is it like a friar or just like a drunk Irishman? No, oh I wish, that'd be so much better. No, it's a poet. Oh it's a poet? Yeah. It's a poet. How do you know that's not your uni though, is that or is that the uni in Southampton? That was where I went for my year board. Oh. Yeah. He's he's terrifying. So it was founded by um oh, Quakers. Was he, was he like one of those sad poets and not one of those sexy poets? Um very angry, but you know, still a poet, so poets no real threat. <laughs> the pen is much mightier than the sword. That's the motto. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that just proved my point. Oh, that so is. It, it was a college founded by Quakers. Mm. All non-violent, so yeah, pen is mightier than the sword. Lame. Yeah, I know. Wow. It, it it used to be... I think it was squirrels. But the rivalry with um, Stemple College led to so many squirrels being killed and hung from the trees. They were like, we're just going to change the mascot. It's not worth it. They were the squirrels before? Yeah. It's a terrible mascot. <laughs> No, I love squirrels. So they went from squirrels to poets? Mm. I'm sorry, you studied abroad in the States. Where, where is this uni? California. Oh. Um, like, east of East LA. Like, I'm not... Like, oh, so you have like, the desert. Guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's in LA County. Yeah. Are you still, are you like, past the hills or still like within the hills? Um... I really don't know. Um, it's so far out, like <laughs> because I never had to drive. Someone always drove for me. My knowledge of like how to get from place to place was so far. It sounds great. To so yeah, not yeah. have to drive. Like yeah, live yeah. in LA, and somebody's always driving me. Yeah, that's well, a lie. Either my mate Chris or my ex would drive me from place to place. It's brilliant. Okay, so, I want to come back to this. When I say sweatpants, what does that mean to you? Joggers. No, but like, sweatpants. Is that, are you thinking like sweaty underwear? Like, no, no, no. No, like, well, I just asked my total leading question. So yeah. Out the door. Um, 
We are so ingrained in American culture. Oh, so you just know sweatpants? Yeah. Like, I feel like it, if you ask, like, the average Brit in just, like, some provincial town, like, what's a sweatpants? It's like, well, that's the American word for joggers or tracksuit bottoms. But I feel like if you go out to the middle of nowhere, Tennessee, it's like, what are joggers? Like, I don't fucking know. They wouldn't know what joggers are? They wouldn't know what sweatpants are? Well, I, I assume the people in Tennessee would know what sweatpants are, but like, joggers. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're reversing the Thanos. Yeah, no, people in Tennessee, like, you'd say jogger and you'd be like, you mean the people I run over in my car? Yeah. yeah. The inbreathing stops them from comprehending. Brutal. <laughs> Savage. Can you give us knives? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Here's a silly one. You must get a face tattoo. If you do not, you will just die a horrible death. Yep. What what, what do you get? My own face. Just slightly offset. <laughs> is it making like what what face are you making? Is it just a very is it smiling? Are you not smiling? No no no. I, I think I just go for my normal relaxed face, so it pulls whatever emotion. I'm doing at that time. Just slightly off. Like the point where you've had like eight, nine beers and like the world's just like a little bit in the So, okay, so you, want, you want to tattoo your face like when you have eight or nine beers. So when you have eight or nine beers, nobody can even tell. Yeah. Well, when the other person's had eight or nine beers, I assume it's going to look weird as fuck. I mean, it's gonna look weird as fuck. Sober, but. <laughs> oh, damn. Alright, I wasn't expecting that. I was just gonna say, like, a dragon or some tears. No, I, I've thought about this before. Yeah. This is why we play the game. You never know how, how the game's gonna go. This is why we play. Yeah. Never that, a given. Then I'll always be remembered as the guy with his own face on his face. Mm. Or like when you close your eyes. Yeah. But it's just your eyes tattooed to your eyelids. People die alone and they get forgotten. The only way to live forever is to write yourself into the history. And the man with his own face for a face is a man that's going to live forever. It's like a character in a Stephen King book. Yeah. Yeah. The man, the man with, with his a face for a face. Face tattoo face. I think that man ends up being a ghost, though. Yeah, maybe. That'd be a fun ghost. Well, I mean, honestly, with that life outlook that you're giving me. Listeners, I do have pizza in my mouth. I am eating Weatherspoon's pizza, which is why... I got a face full of I, I pause for chewing. The Weatherspoon's pizza is about as what you would expect. It is food and nothing more. Yeah, it is certainly food. Yeah. But where I was going was, with the outlook you just gave us on life, you, it seems like a philosophy that would end you up being a ghost. Because you die, you'd be like, damn it, people are going to, you'd be like, I have to be a ghost son. I have to make people remember me. I have to be ghosty ghost. It's the same for everyone, isn't it? I think everyone wants to be remembered. 
I think most people do. Yeah, I, I, I think as a generalization, it's a pretty sound generalization to make that people want to be remembered. Um, whether people want to live forever, figurative, figuratively or literally, that's a different question. But I think people want to be remembered by like family, friends. Would you like to live forever? Um, figurative, figuratively or literally. Um, when you say figuratively, what do you mean? Um, in the sense that everyone remembers pieces of Mozart. Okay. Or pieces of music or lines from Shakespeare. And in effect, they kind of live forever vicariously through their work. Living forever literally, on the other hand, you end up insane, I imagine. <laughs> That's only what Douglas yep. Adams thought. Don't know until we try it. Whose theory was that you'd go insane? Um, Douglas Adams, the guy that wrote um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, I can't remember. It's funny to read that. It's fantastic, yeah. I like to listen to the radio plays. Um, but there's a character in that that's immortal. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, but he just travels around the universe calling people dicks. Do, calling people what? Calling people dicks. <laughs> that's all you have left when you live forever. It's like, are you Arthur Dem? Yeah. You're a dick. Let's go. That's it. That, that's life when you've experienced everything. I mean, maybe that's just the most fun part of life, you know? Yeah, maybe. Like after all, everything is said and done. You're just like, dude, yeah. you're a when all, yeah. when all inhibitions are lost. Call me a dick. You're a dick, Jimmy. How'd it feel? It felt pretty good. There you go. It feels like a weight's been lifted from my shoulders. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, wow. I have this question written down, and I'm eating the pizza right now. Perfect time. Oh, perfect. This is not a question. Uh, pizza is just is shite in England. Yeah. Yep. It's insane that I got pizza here, and I get to ask this question as I eat the pizza. That's also not mm. good. Pizza in Wetherspoons is a different kind of terrible. It's way too chewy. It shouldn't be this chewy. Yeah. There, there's some good pizza. Um, I'm not a massive fan of the trend for just like sourdough pizzas everywhere. Like I feel like the standard in this country has now been sourdough pizzas, which I'm in two minds about. Um, yeah, and a lot of Neapolitan. You don't get very much Roman pizza. Neapolitan? Yeah, so like thicker crust, mm. not quite as thin and crispy. That's what I've seen most here. I, I feel like the crust here is just like super thin, but then also undercooked. So that's yeah. like floppy and thin, but then also a bit bland. Yeah. I can't love it. I can't love this. No, it's definitely not like Italian pizza. Oh. 
then you get frozen pizza, which according to my Italian friends is not pizza, so you can just enjoy it anyway. Whoa, that's liberating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're telling me. Yeah, good frozen pizza. pizza. Yeah. Not pizza. Yeah. So it really can't be graded on the scale of pizza. So really for what it is, yeah, it's, it's quite brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's frozen the fro like this frozen cardboard is the best frozen cardboard that I've ever had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today is the first day of the rest of my life. <laughs> Holy shit. I do miss Jack's pizza. That was always something that I had in the States in my freezer. It was on my grocery list. Emergency pizza. Sometimes you just find... Things have one. You're in a pickle. You know, like, oh my... Like, I forgot I have plans tonight. I need... Emergency pizza? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my God, turns out I'm totally out of underwear. I'm totally out of pants. And... I can fashion this pizza and so... Yeah. Some and kind of... That dignity saving device. I'm I'm out of pants, and it turns out that on the tube on the telly is a 1969 rerun of ABBA in Prague. Emergency pizza. Yeah. It's the, it's the only number you can call. Yeah. I don't think I ever had frozen pizza out in the states. We were living. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's partly because we didn't really have a freezer. It was all catered halls, so I got the shit pizza they served, just left under like heat lamps for half an hour at oh, least. How was that? Terrible. <laughs> Soggy. Wet. I've never had pizza that's more water than solid. <laughs> You're just going to the other... As I eat this too dry pizza, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is you've gone to the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's actually a great segue. I'm now. This is a question I've been meaning to ask for ages, mm. loads of ages, and you've just fallen right into it. You've left Los Angeles. Yeah. You've 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 taken that brave. You were in Los Angeles. You were living in Los Angeles. Now you've le you've left the industry, you've left Hollywood, you've left yeah, it all behind, you've left that lifestyle. Why did you leave Los Angeles? Would you ever go back? Um, why did I leave Los Angeles? Um, because the immigration officials would not have been too happy with my visa expiring and me staying. That's a cop out. You're a dreamer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a little 21 year old child 21 year old dreamer <laughs> um, do I feel bad about leaving the industry yeah the industry dude yeah like um, I the lights the cameras the action the fame the fortune well Kim Kardashian yeah I I do but it almost wasn't my choice to leave the industry because uh, the person I was seeing out there was a model so when COVID hit, I took some of their digitals for their portfolio. So very briefly, I was a, a photographer for modeling agency. So you, you, so you were a photographer out there? You were not very, very, very loosely by like circumstance. There was a camera and a white wall, 
and the agency were like, we need we need new digitals. What does anybody do? Yeah. What is what is yeah. any what is anybody doing? I, I have the There's always a camera. I have the American spirit. It's just I'm gonna do it. Fuck it. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm so I'm sorry, you were so you lived in Los Angeles and you were you were you were a photographer. You were No, I was a uni student. Well, you said you were shooting photography at a point. I did a bit, yeah, but that wasn't the reason I was out there. Don't be, don't be humble. You, yeah. t- you can flex on the listeners, Tom. I was a very important photographer. He's <laughs> <laughs> one of the most leading, industry-leading yeah. photographers. I was a mix of... In L.A. Yeah. David Bailey. Yeah. Alex So. Yup. Um... Robert Mathercourt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. This guy. Damn. Do you ever just Martin see, like... Paul. Vivian Meyer. Uh-huh. Keep going. Other photographers. Don't stop. I don't know any of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I single one of them. Wow. Not the elite Cohen. I think it's so brave of you to leave Los Angeles. I want to say that. Yeah. I, I was living on the hill. Between the water tower and the hiking. We just shook hands. Yeah. I shook his hand. For the benefit of the tape. Yes. Let the record show. <laughs> there are no hidden cameras in. Well, we might be getting. Yeah. No, I'm looking at a camera. You think we can get the tape of this? I hope so. Well, yeah. Great. We have to do something particularly memorable to get the tape. Then we can send them to. The fucking dude in the diaper. Yeah, that's true. Should have pantsed him. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think you can ask for the tape of another man in our tour. It was my son. I, yeah. <laughs> my little baby boy. <laughs> my boy. My boy. My six foot two baby boy. My adult son. <laughs> I think they'd believe that. He will shit himself by the end of the night. Is that what they're planning on doing? Is that why they have the diaper? Is this like drink till you piss yourself? I mean, it'll help if they do. I'm not sure if that's the objective. Wow. Wow, wow. Uh, This one's a shot in the dark. I think I'm just going to start asking people at every time. Did you order the Code Red? I do like Mountain Dew Code Red. See, that's always... I didn't order it, though. I haven't seen it in this country in fucking years. I used to love that shit. When you were at the photo shoots in L.A.? Yug and Code Red? Um, no, I think I was mainly drinking vodka and peach aqua fresca. You would mix it with vodka? Code Red and vodka? Um, it was the only mixer we had at the time. I, I don't know. working. It was incredibly sweet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it diluted a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This and vodka. The vodka didn't cut through it as much as I like. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of sugar in vodka anyway, right? So you're kind of still hitting sweetness with less sweet sugar. It was between, like, mason jars of tea, mason jars of coffee, mason jars of peach aqua fresca and vodka. From from the time we wake up at who knows it was COVID time doesn't exist from from time sun sun come up to the period when sun is highest in the sky 
coffee and tea. Are you, are you in? You were in Los Angeles studying abroad during COVID. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That, that's why I got to move in with uh, my model ex Because university shut down there. Like you can stay in balls if you want and eat a sandwich for three meals a day and not leave. Or you can do something else. And it's like, please, I want to leave. Yeah, I want to move. So you were in the dorms? I was, I was in first year dorms. How yeah. old were you? You're 21. I was 21. That's awful. Yeah. It's like a bunch of kids running around. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I had a great time. It's like, I. I could have gone into any dorms I wanted, um, and, and at the risk of sounding like a paedophile, I chose the youngest dorm. Um, but my real rationale was, they don't know anyone here, I don't know anyone here. At least we're in the same boat in that regard, and I assume I'll find... I'm really worried they're going to take the spoons. Yeah, I'm worried as well. Because he's going to be like, why do you need them? Grill. He's just hidden the spoons. He's hidden the. Sp- he's hidden. Oh my God! Holy. He's hidden the spoons between two Weather Spoons magazines. So, listeners, there are two spoons between two spoons. There are two spoons between two Weather Spoons magazine menus. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> Where were we? First year dorms and how I'm not a. Holy shit. How I'm not a predator. Yeah. <clears throat> I need another no. part. I'll be right. I'll be right back. So I do want to clarify. When I asked for the code red, it's actually a uh, a quote. It's a quote from a uh, few good men. I haven't seen a few good men. I'm so sorry. I don't. I don't know. It does. I don't. I'm getting the feeling it's not going to be like a big hit in England. It's, it's do you like Tom Cruise? Did Brits I like, do Tom like Tom Cruise? Yeah. People like Tom Cruise. If, if you want to talk about Tom Cruise, you should get James Malloy on the podcast because uh, James. Yeah. He has a almost homoerotic. Love for Tom Cruise. It's okay to want Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's, it's bad, but like this, this, this is an interesting fixation he has on a man who never ages. And he does, and, and and just clearly wants to die. He keeps chucking himself off buildings and out of helicopters and die young and yeah. save yourself. Yeah, you exactly. He, he's trying to James. Except, except he's not young. He's trying to James Dean himself, and he's constantly scuffing. But that was the James Dean died uh, in a stunt. He didn't die in the stunt, but he did die young and at speed. Who's James Dean? Who's James Dean? Rebel without a cause. A giant. Actor, musician? Actor, yeah, 1950s. Like, oh. <clears throat> yeah, it's like the, the originator of like the cool, like, rebel from them. Died, died at like 27 in a 
road accident. Oh, 27 club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's the first one. He was the first one. Yeah, well, I don't know if Robert Johnson died in 27. I think he did. Is that George? No. no, that's Jim Morrison. Robert Johnson was a blues player from like the 1920s, 30s. That was a tough. That was a tough industry to be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like in the South in the 1920s and just be like, I'm a blues player. It's like, man, yeah, you don't get dental. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're, you know, you, gig to gig, you're living. Yeah, I, I did a course on um, the history of American popular music, and the guy teaching it was. Um, a really, really great professor. His name's Danny Lozano. He's a he's a Grammy-winning Cuban flute player. He's yeah. absolutely incredible. And he was saying that like the music that these people played, these like folk blues people, it's like the lowest of the low. Like it was just for like the most impoverished people in society. Those are the people who turn up. So like the story of American popular music from being like. The music that no respectable person in society would ever go and see to being the dominant form of popular expression within the space of like 40 years. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, because it was it was mostly like black it was like black blues musicians in like yeah. Texas and Louisiana, right? Yeah, Swamp Blue. Yeah. yeah. You go out to a shack in a neighborhood, yeah. and someone would get up on stage with a guitar and no microphone. They'd have to play loud enough for the people that are dancing to be heard and sing loud enough and improvise the whole time and keep the party going for like. Yeah. Yeah. What Incredible. a craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real craft. Yeah. And you listen to the recordings today, and like it's before <clears throat> modern studio techniques, so they all, all sound like shit. You don't get a sense of like how incredible these musicians must yeah. have been. Yeah. How we go on to that? What's that? How we go on to that? Um, Blues. Uh, oh, James Dean. Yeah, and Tom Cruise. Yeah, James would love being asked about Tom Cruise. You could get a, you, you could get a long, in-depth answer about Tom Cruise. Out of I love that. Without it straying into blues and. Whatever, whenever I think about homoerotic Tom Cruise, because you know there's the whole conspiracy theory of like Tom Cruise is actually gay. Whenever I think about that, I always think about Planet Unicorn, the YouTube video from like 2006, 2007. I don't remember. Oh, it's super. It's just like these. It's like homoerotic unicorns, but it's kind of a cartoon. Sounds cool. And then they just like. And then one of them, it's like. One of them is named Tom Cruise. And then they just get into a. It's a homoerotic unicorn. Yeah, it's just Planet Unicorn. They're just getting into. Sexy. Gay unicorn adventures. Um, Have you registered? <laughs> unleashing his inner theater. I don't think he did the voicing on it now that I recall. I don't think he actually participated in it. How often do they talk about Zeno? Oh. Talk about what? Zeno. What's that? The Scientology. Oh! If we're talking about Tom Cruise, you can't yeah. forget the Scientology. I think I don't think it comes up at all, but I would 
Like he doesn't. He's out, but he doesn't talk about it. That's such. That's fucking cult, man. That, that shit's wild. I I lived around the corner from the big blue Scientology building. What? I could see it from my window. I what? I was fucking regularly in full view of the Scientology building. I mean, they're pretty sex positive, though, right? Like, they're not... I have no idea. But down the end of the road, there was like a Scientology retirement home. There's just like. Did a... you ever just go check it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like to get out of the house, you just like walk around the block. And just oh, because be... you would go on walks because you're going on COVID walks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you just. Yeah. <laughs> I, the one after I I got COVID, I almost shat myself because it's the first time I've been vertical in like two weeks. But but back to the Scientology people. <clears throat> um, less about my bowels. Um, it's okay. Yeah. We'll cut that out. Yeah, we, we all get it. Yep. <laughs> we might not cut that out. Right. We'll cut it out. Yeah. I trust you. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> you, you walk past this house, and, like, they had a garage, and, like, the outside bit on the sidewalk, like, all be perfectly, like, pruned, like, all the little planters on the sidewalk be beautiful. And they'd just be, like, a crowd of, like... 10 to 12 old people sat in a garage and regularly the um, like Scientology bike security people that kick all the homeless people out of the area and tell them to move on and come around and check and make sure they're doing okay. They just cycle around? They'd cycle around. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's crazy. And just to keep them off the pavement? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen around the Scientology building, not around the uh, around the rich people. What the fuck? Yeah. As far as I know, um, there's a road that goes up um, the east side of the big blue building. It's called L. Ron Hubbard Boulevard. As far as I know, it's the only cobbled street in Los Angeles. So the Scientology creator, his street is cobbled? It's cobbled. Was it like cool? going was it down cool? was it... medieval street. Yeah, was it? Did you catch the vibe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vibe with it? Like it was during COVID, but there was like the bar outside and um, like a live band playing, and like there were people sat out there drinking. And I was yeah, like, but they're they're oh, all Scientology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all like, they're yeah, all aliens. Yeah, this is mental. These people are insane. Did you ever go into the bar? You no, must have. No. What? No. I wonder, like, if they let non-Scientologists in. I mean, you'd hope so. Like, they need to get more people into the cult, right? That's true, that's yeah. true. Like, they have you sign up. Yeah. And then they'll give you a drink. But, yeah, that shit terrified me. It's like, all of the windows have, like, their blinds drawn. Um, On the you... main Scientology Yeah, building? yeah, yeah. It, it used to be an old hospital. Yeah. Um, and, like, you can really tell... And all the uh, stairways up to the different floors are kind of all outside. So it's got like a wall on one side and like doors on the other, but like I guess to let air through, it's all uncovered. And I, one time I saw a guy sitting there smoking a cigarette. I was like, this is the first person I've seen that's like actually in this building. And like, I was there for four or five months. Insane. I've walked past there like daily. 
Yeah. Map place. That's spooky. It's, it, yeah, it's really, really That's creepy. That's spooky. Like, Scientology's creepy anyway. Like, when you see, like, the landmarks of it and how creepy it really is, they like, gets hit home to I'm really intrigued to just go bop around there now. I just yeah, take yeah. a walk through oh, there. Man. Yeah, t- take a take a week out, go down to uh, yeah, just take yeah. a week off. Go down join to Scientology. Um, recommend the LA Rose Cafe. Great Filipino food. LA Rose. No free ads. No free ads. Uh, so go ahead. LA Rose Cafe. No free ads. No free ads. Um, <laughs> but it is fantastic. Um, yeah, there's a lot to do in the Armenia. Like, not shitting yourself. Armenia, like like Armenians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big fan of Armenia. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I don't know. <laughs> I have a friend who was of Armenian heritage. Like, uh, he's a good guy. Like Kim Kardashian. Are they? Are, 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 are the Kardashians Armenian? I think so. I, I think um, just like the country of Armenia take loans from the family of the Kardashians and us what, what was the dad called um, the guy that represents OJ oh was it Rob I can't remember Rob's one of them hell of a trial though how yeah. do you get a win out of that I don't know yeah. I mean, I don't think the juice is loose anymore. He's subsequently been restrained. Um, the juice is loose. <laughs> Do you remember his acting career? Did you ever watch um, Naked Gun? Oh yeah, well he was he was all right in Naked Gun. Yeah yeah yeah. Retired from football and. Did, naked, did did some commercials, yeah. did Naked Gun, did a murder, did golfing, did two murders, double murder, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> I love how he can just always, you know what, like say what you want, say I, what you want, but he can always come back with like, motherfucker, I was not convicted, and we don't do double jeopardy out there. Yeah, like he 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 was in a civil court. Yes, yes. And, and, and he released that that book. Um, if I did. If I did. With the if. If. Tiny, tiny letters. Oh, was it? In yeah, the yeah, small? yeah. It's a tiny, that's, tiny letter. That's how you sell some books. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you. That's how you fucking push a book. Respect. Businessman. Robert Kardashian. Robert George Kardashian. Armenian American. All right. Verified. Yeah. I have my I have my last question here. Oh, shit. Let me pull it up because the, the 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 wording is quite important. I okay. wrote it out. It popped into my head earlier today. I don't think anybody cares about what I'm saying. I'm just gonna ask the question. A philosopher once said, "We really live most of our lives between two spoons." What do you make of that? Is this a John Costa aphorism? Oh yeah, I just made this up yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. Um, we do. Think about there, it. There's the spoon. You get fed your your baby rice, the mashed banana, mashed peas, mushy peas. Yeah, mushy peas, a little bit of vinegar in that, <laughs> maybe. A little bit of beer, good for the baby. <laughs> A little bit of gin, good for the baby. Um, 
not popular. Thank you for clarifying. I was about to get my baby bug. Bought this bar and then the the spoon that you're you're finally given as a mature sexual adult. I I was going to say <laughs> a less than compassionate nursing home employee spoon feeds you uh, in your chair watching bargain hunt. As the shepherd's pie slowly dribbles out of your mouth. So, so it's the spoon that we get as we're children, and the spoon that we get as we're geriatrics confined yeah. to a nursing home. I mean, if you want to be pedantic, there's... It's a bit titty and stuff. <laughs> but the, the spoon's the important thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Graduating to solid foods. We're not here to talk about smut, Dom. <laughs> we're not here to talk about smut. We're talking about spoons. It's a serious bargain. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think you're right. We live our life between two spoons. Spoon of infancy. And the spoon of eventual decline into our own mortality. And, and, but, and both of them, we will never remember. Because we're too young to reform memories. And by the time you die, you're absolutely riddled with dementia. Reminds us just mushy peas. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's with best a little not bit to of remember. beer. This is good for granddad. <laughs> 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 a little bit of gin. This is good for granddad. No vodka. No vodka. No granddad doesn't like vodka. Not good for granddad. Crosses the cold war. Yeah. That's a wrap. That's a wrap.